Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Rich, I got a question for you. Here's the yeah. question. Have you ever driven your car at 120 miles an hour? Yeah, a few times. And a few times you've done that, right? Yeah. Done a few times. You know, I, I think that because you have driven your car certainly more than once at 125 mi miles an hour, maybe even more, I think that qualifies you to be a NASCAR driver. Well, that's the reason I went that fast. Well, there you go. See, we're on the same page here. Yeah, absolutely. I also think, I think it also qualifies you to become an astronaut. Pretty high speeds. Do that? Why not? Yeah. Why not become an astronaut? Yeah. I think there's something to that. And I, and I think beyond that, because you have driven at high speed several times, I think it also qualifies you to become uh, a designer of roller coasters because they go really fast. I think that's all it takes. Just yeah. all of a sudden the world opens up and you can, you can do all sorts of those things, right? Got a few uh, designs in my head right now. There you go. You have made my point. Yeah. And I think that's exactly the way people in leadership positions or aspire to leadership positions is, well, I've kind of done a little bit of that. I've kind of done a little bit of that. I I could be that guy. I could be that gal running a company, running a whole department. I've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of experience. I, I'm ready to go on that. I don't need anything real training or coaching on that. No, that we're, might be we're going good on. to go. We're good to go. Yeah, I, I yeah. think... Uh, Minimal experience is all you need. And if it's the right type of experience, like driving a car 120 miles an hour, or, you know, the other cool thing is, you know, when you go on flights and, you know, they hand out the little wings, you know, the, the stewardesses will hand out those wings. I think that's a perfect qualification. If you get that, you're a pilot. You're a pilot. You that they recognize, they recognize it, that in you. They saw you and they recognized it and they awarded you that. You are ready to go. Let's just let him step forward to the cabin. Let's yeah. just do it right now. That's right. He just got promoted from 37A. <laughs> In the back. Come on up, sir. You're our next pilot. All right. All right, folks. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. Thank you for joining us and Cultural Transformation. We are talking this, about this notion of what does it take to really become a leader? What is there a real necessary investment in yourself to become a leader? That's what we're going to be talking about. Is it just or is it just the, the 120 miles an hour and you can become an astronaut? You can design roller coasters, right? All that kind of stuff. I'm here with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. 
That's what we're going to get down on. And let's start with this, the notion of you can just because it's close or it's similar or it's it's not that big of a deal, you too can be a leader. There's no investment of time, energy, or passion and sweat and tears to go into that whole thing and become a leader. You want it, it's yours. It's yours for the taking. You know, just a <laughs> sign here on the dotted line, we'll change your title and you're good. That's right. Move on in. <laughs> and You know, the sad part about that, Michael, is there's a lot of people who subscribe to that, that theory. Huns. Probably most, we know that even in the best organizations, top 500 companies, right? Top 500 companies, right. uh, corporations, that about half of those corporations subscribe to that notion. They really don't believe in investing in leadership, coaching, development. They don't really believe it. It's just, just kind of like, let it happen. A- absolutely. And, and what? And here's the interesting thing about that. What happens when they subscribe to that false belief, that silly notion? What happens to the organization? What happens to their employees? What happens to the culture? It it unravels. It unravels. And you they do a huge disservice. I I, I can't even tell how big a disservice to the those those young emerging leaders who great individual contributors that maybe could push the, that pedal down and go 120 miles an hour. And suddenly they get put into a leadership position with this world of expectations on top of them. And what happens? They absolutely flame out. They do. Crash and burn. And it's and it's a disaster. And it, it, it can affect their career. It can affect their lives for a long, long time simply because they just did not understand what was necessary for them to become a legitimate leader that actually helps people, leads people, and makes a difference in their teams and their organizations. So we've got some interesting, and if you, and folks, if you've not gotten this yet, you can either go to my website or to, to Rich's website and download this report, download this report. What is the hottest item in business and organizations today? You might be surprised. You might just be surprised. We've had nearly 10,000 downloads of this particular report so far. And we suggest that you take a look at it because it will be it will open your eyes. It will absolutely open your eyes. Let's just take a moment here and look at some of the statistics that we've got here. We got that handy. I'm going to just like this is the first one. 83% of companies say leadership development is crucial. Seems like a pretty much a strong majority, right? Right. 83%. That's huge. And yet less than 5% implement leadership development training. Explain that to us, Rich. This is bizarre. Well, I think you need to know more of the backstory on this, too. This was a survey that was conducted, uh, and there was 18,000 senior HR directors and CEOs that participated in this, this survey. 83% said, yeah, it's important, but only 5% are doing it. Man, Michael, this is going to get me on a roll right here because this is one of my, this is one of my issues I've had this past couple of years, and that is uh, how many companies actually just give lip service to the they're they're doing this leadership development, but behind the scenes they're cutting L and D budgets left and right. They're cutting out the budgets, the very budget that is going to help to further the success of their or, uh, their organization 
and the people involved. 5%, 5% out of that 83. No yeah. It makes no sense at all. What is it they're thinking? What is it that they're thinking? I've got another one. It's very, very similar. You know the statistics is a statistic as well. 77% of organizations say leadership is lacking in lead in essential skills and talents, yet only 5% have implemented leadership development at all levels. Again, it's a very similar. They're just not doing it. They're not even training the people that are there already in leadership positions. Yeah. And I think one of the key phrases there is at all levels. Now, yeah. if folks, if you want to go to our website and you look at our testimonials, of people that we've worked with in our group coaching, you're going to find quite a few CEOs in there, C-level people that we've worked with and who have had been humble enough and vulnerable enough to, to realize that they need to step up their leadership skills, their people skills or soft skills. Are, are they phenomenal people at their organizations? Absolutely. Do they know their business inside and out? Without a doubt. These p- phenomenal business people. But they also realize that, hey, we don't have maybe the leadership skills or real chops to work with our people. And y- y- and there's a lot of, lot of that going on out there. But when we talk about it at all levels, there is still a stigma attached to executive coaching, Michael, especially at the higher levels that, yeah, we know it's needed, but not for me. Not for me. It's not something that I personally need, but we know it's needed. That just cracks me up. I don't need it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You've driven that car to 121? Okay, you're good. Let's get you there training an astronaut. Yeah. That's what that's next for you. Here's another one. Does it affect, you know, really, truly does that kind of poor leadership effect or affect the people in the organizations. Here's a statistic. Only 25% of leaders are seen by their teams as trustworthy, knowledgeable, respectful, and supportive. That 25%. was yeah, that was done on another global survey. A global survey of over 7,000 um, particular leaders they talked about in 150 countries. 150 countries worldwide, only 25% of, of the leadership and organizations came back as being trustworthy. 25%. What, what's the other 75% doing? And if you don't establish trust in your organization, if you don't have tr- trust in your organization, what do you have? Truly, what do you have? Well, you're certainly not going to have things like loyalty, like people staying there, the longevity of the employees. Yeah. You're really not going to high, have a high level of motivation and doing your job and doing it really, really well. There's a whole bunch of things that start to fall in there. People move from business to business to business or company to company kind of a thing as well. And the other thing is very reflective of is that the culture itself is in trouble. Yeah, And they know that organizations, leaders know that their cultures are genuinely uh, in trouble in a lot of situations. And so when they go to improve or change or turn around that culture, because the trust isn't there, and it's like only 25%, right? That really indicates that there is this huge failure when there is an attempt to change a culture. 75% of the time, it fails. 
and they wonder why. Well, our, our, our numbers here would indicate that perhaps what's going on is they don't trust you. No, they, like they, they, one, there's, the trust is, is non-existent. Seems like one more gimmick, one more trick to get us to work harder for less money. Yeah. One more M&A, merger and acquisition. One more company that's going to acquire us. One more. How much of that is going on right now? We t- we've we've got someone we worked with, Michael. Uh, uh, can't mention their name because we don't have the permission to mention their name. But he was just telling us the other day they had just gone through uh, a reorg, uh, uh, got purchased here about a year ago. About a year ago, he said they just a month ago learned that they were getting bought again, and in the last couple of weeks learned that the company that's the new company that's buying them is being bought by someone else. So now it's it's in lim. Well, the, he has no clue what's going on. The triple header. The true, yeah. And so you know, if you look at that survey that was done, um, Glassdoor did this one. Over fifteen thousand uh, employees worldwide. One of the top things that that will will take away trust from a uh, from senior leadership. Number one was respect, but if you look in the top 10, mergers and acquisitions, poorly handled mergers and acquisitions. No trust. No trust. Well, no trust because no really trained leadership running that whole merger and acquisition. That's the problem. Yeah. And so it becomes very, so that's what, what we're attempting to, to describe and help you understand. You know, it's one thing to get one of those NASCAR, uh, and just go around the the the, the circuit, you know, three yeah. four times, and you know it's a thrill. I've never done it. I'd love to do it, but I, you know, people come out, they're exhilarated, the adrenaline's going. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, you know, I got 160 miles an hour, really cool, and da 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 da. That's great. Now do that in a pack of cars where there's 50 of them, 50 of them all going at that same speed, yeah. and there are 50 top drivers that have been doing this for years. And they know how to do it. They are really skilled at how to move in and out and to change positions and to get other people to get out of the ways and all that kind of stuff. That's what we're talking about. It takes a great deal of skill just because you can do the 120 by yourself or go around the circuit, you know, by yourself and no other car. <laughs> they wouldn't let any of the cars on the circuit if you're driving it. Oh, absolutely. It'd be, be a disaster. Yeah. But just think of that. The complications of being a leader are really, really hard. And the problem is, 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 is essentially this, in my opinion. People think of leadership in too small, narrow, and limited a way. That's what they, we talk about, you know, pegging. Most leadership surveys, they peg you and this, you're this kind of leader, or you're this kind of leader, maybe you're that kind of leader. They're pegging you, not realizing that what great leaders do is they've got a whole array of talents, experiences, and abilities that they bring to it. Yes. That's what they're doing. And they've been trained in that. They've been schooled in that. They have practiced that for a long time. That's the thing, Rich, that we're offering people. How do you do that? How do you actually get there? Do you understand who you are as a leader? Do you understand your talents? Do you understand your confidence? Do you really get how to do it? Or do you want to just be one of those people that, not just to throw spaghetti against the wall, but let's be honest, you're one of the noodles of spaghetti being thrown against the wall. That's what you oh, really are. You just become one are. more noodle. Yep. And the the chances of you sticking are pretty slim. 
probably slim to none in a lot of cases <laughs> there, but you know, I, you know, Michael, you're so, you, you've hit on some points about leaders who really have put in the time. And I think that that has a lot to do with it. Well, not that I think, I know it does. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes working towards that specific goal, knowing what your your qualifications are, what your strengths and gaps are, and then working towards that time to develop those. Here's the problem is we live in a world of instant gratification. So many of the, this younger generation that's coming up, and I don't mean to, to uh, knock any of this down, so many brilliant uh, uh, younger generation, uh, people in these younger generations is coming up, but we have seen things change to a world of instant gratification. You can pull anything up on your phone right in your hand. You can you can get on your laptop, pull anything up. You can, you know, whatever that may be. We've also live in a world where where everybody gets a trophy for showing up. You get a trophy for showing up, and it's expected. It's expected. But the thing is, is you cannot fake certain things. You cannot fake leadership. You cannot fake leading people. You cannot fake the ability to work through crisis. You cannot fake the ability to, to communicate. You cannot fake the ability to really develop high-functioning teams who have the ability to go out there and and find success. How many people have we talked to, Michael, that they they work within teams that ha- has just been struggling for years, two and three years? And we ask them, you know, tell us a little bit about the wins in your your team. What what successes have you had? We haven't. Nothing. Zero. This goes to another place that's very much related to all these points that you just mentioned. That is the ability to be resilient. Yes. Yeah. Now, we've got a funny situation going on about resiliency and why people these days are not as resilient as they once were. The reason that is, is goes back a little bit to, you know, everybody shows up and they get a trophy, is this protectivism. You know, parents have become very protective yes. of their children as they grow up. Because of that, we've got people now coloring and safe zones at Harvard. One of the, supposed to be one of the finest schools yeah. in America. They're now coming out with bumper stickers that read, I did not go to Harvard. My child did not go to Harvard. Yeah, <laughs> It's a now a badge of courage. My kid did not go to Harvard, which is really, really sad. And the problem with that is because of protectivism and the sense of entitlement, the sense of you don't have to do the hard work, you don't have to dig in, you don't have to get knocked on your behind a number of times, and ex- we expect you to get back up just because, you know, that's, what's, that's what re- is required. Because of all that protectionism and hovering uh, parents and all that kind of stuff, people just have not learned how to become resilient. And people who are not resilient cannot be, let me underline that, highlight that, cannot be leaders or in leadership positions. Yeah. I would agree, 100%. So, leaders, 
if you recognize some of these indices that we've talked about here, some perhaps some of these symptoms in your own organization, perhaps even with yourself, that you just don't have it and you're wondering, can I get it? Can I really put it together? And you're struggling or you see your teams struggling or you see the leadership in your organization struggling. Stop thinking that you got it handled. It's like an alcoholic that says, I'm good. I can keep drinking. I don't, I can stop whenever I want to. And yet you keep passing out every weekend or every two or three days and you show up and you've got this terrible hangover and you're saying, no, I'm okay. I can do this. You're lying to yourself. You're kidding yourself. Nobody's being fooled by you. Your team knows the fact that you can't lead. And the only reason you're there is because there's probably other leaders in the position that are just as scared and hiding the facts that they can't lead either. So come out of the denial, get real with yourself, reach out, let's give you some help. We can indeed help you get there. We can turn it around for you with you doing the hard work, we showing you the way, but don't keep going down with the ship, man. If the ship's going down, recognize it for what it is, do something about it before it's too late. And you're become one of those statistics, you know, just a fly on the wall, just a spaghetti noodle that didn't stick, now down the trash. Let's put an end to that. Stop fooling yourself. Get some real training because we will help you find that leadership talent. Yes. We will nail it for you. We will show you how to get it, nail it, build it so you have confidence, practice it so that you can step in authentically in leadership positions, leadership roles. I think that's an, a critical thing. That sums up everything we are talking about, Michael. Step into that role authentically. For real. For real, with the the real ability and certifications and training and and knowledge and more than anything that confidence to do what you're going to do, especially if you're now in a new leadership position. Yes, that's number one. Uh, especially if you're in a leadership position and you notice that you're not really measuring up to what the expectations about yourself and others have about you, and it's not just you; it's going to be others as well. They're not noticing this, right? That's a big deal. You know, how do you assess yourself and others, how they assess you? Yeah. Then if you're at a place where you are uncomfortably complacent, meaning you're saying, oh, I'll just keep going, doing what it is I'm doing. But something inside your gut says, this ain't right. You just can't be comfortable about this. There's too many other things going on. You think you can just keep hiding under the desk, keep your, down, your head down and not take this stuff on. You are a sucker just waiting to get punched. I mean, that really is what it is. That's that, you know, I got punched and I didn't realize it. But you know what? Deep down in your gut, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. You just hoped it wouldn't be sooner. Hoped it'd be, you'd hope it'd be later. So if there's something that's telling you, don't be a coward. And I saw, and that's a strong word. Don't be a coward. But the fact of the matter is great leaders are not cowards. They may be fearful. They may have a lot of considerations. They may have a lot of anxiety. But... A-C-T. They act. They do something about it. They don't allow themselves to become victimized by their situations, victimized by their own lack of skills. They do something. And because of that, they now move themselves in a position to be an authentic leader. Yes. Authentic leader. So how do they get hold of us? Well, they get a hold of us by going to michaelbailey.com, M-A-I-K-E-L bailey.com. Just like we mentioned earlier in this podcast, you're going to find a lot of information on there, uh, especially this document, the hottest item in business today. 
over 10,000 downloads uh, of this particular uh, document. Go get that, read it. And there's some great information on there on how to contact us. And same thing, you can go to richbarronexecutivecoaching.com and you can find that there as well. So, and he's got I'll, great I'll, stuff on his website, great information, great articles. So, the ball's in your court. That's all I got to say. You know, the ball's in your court, and we hope you you uh, you take that and you you head our direction. You hit us up, and let's have a conversation. Let's just talk. Let's get to know each other. You know, there's no no obligation. Uh, just let's talk. Let's figure this Absolutely. out. Absolutely, act. Leaders act and be that catalyst for your cultural transformation. Yep. That's what we say. So right. shout outs. We, you, you had some shout outs there, Michael. Yeah. Weston, Florida. I think this was fantastic. I think there's somebody who's I've seen there before. This, this is great. Thank you, Weston, Florida, for joining us. Lynnbrook, New York. There's yeah. another one. Great state of New York. Then you had one as well. One from Hawaii. Yes, uh, and I don't even know how to pronounce this. Lai, why? Lai, I think so. Lai. I, yeah. I certainly hope so, because I've got a lot of friends <laughs> from Hawaii, and I I don't want to get a phone call right after this. And so, some of them are pretty big. Yeah, I've got some pretty okay, big friends from from <laughs> the island. Um, but and the other thing is, we just Israel, new country. We welcome Israel to. Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Starting to see some downloads there. Outstanding. Thank you so much. Spread the word. Let the other people know that there's help out there. We appreciate that. And, you know, together we can do this. Together we we can make it happen. Together we are better. Absolutely. All right. And uh, once again, we're at the end of another uh, episode of Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. And as always, take care of each other. Be safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Leaders, lead well. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.